only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. And we are brought to you by Bet Online, who would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march through the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year, and they have a newly updated website. So head on over, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, and bet online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Good catch. I heard that. You got halfway through Wednesday and then appeared to ponder if it was actually Wednesday. And it is Wednesday. And if that's incorrect and I misread uh, that, then I apologize. It's but Wednesday. Yeah. It is Wednesday. Second half of the mock today, which we're obviously very excited about. And picks one through 16 put in place yesterday, and the draft order has not changed. Since yesterday, so no administrative items to tackle off the top. We do have Chris. You say this, so go ahead. You say this, but good thing we took Tyler Linderbaum for the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday, considering Brandon Brooks is gone. And one of the teams we're picking for today does not have a head coach, so there are some administrative things to deal with. I think more than one, more than one. I just meant, I just meant one new one, okay? One One new one. Yeah, so I guess Brandon heard the mock yesterday and said, okay, the offensive line's in good hands. They got Linderbaum. I can go. And I I won't have survivor's guilt. Um, So, so yes, happy, happy trails to Brandon Brooks uh, with his just this morning announced retirement. Um, Happy trails to Sean Payton, who is stepping away from the game. Uh, retirement was not the quote unquote proper word to be used, but he will not be coaching in 2022. It seems at this point in time. I I guess I I think it's just a matter of time before he's back, but he'll do his TV thing probably this year and then pick his next destination. Is he going anywhere other than Dallas? If we're being honest, well, I, so I've thought a lot about that, and and what I've been able to learn about Sean Payton is that he's a very controlling person that is very aggressive to do the things that he has convictions about to build the football team. And I just don't know if that's going to mesh well with Jerry Jones and that infrastructure there. So I can see why we would think that, 
And I think that Jerry Jones would want him, but I would kind of wonder if it's actually a good marriage. Well, let me ask you, I texted you this already, and I know we got a mock to get into, but the Saints are, they're on deck though. So it is somewhat relevant. Chris, you haven't heard this yet. No, because this don't text man me ever. That's not true. I text and call you with content ideas from time to time. This man told us for three years <laughs> that Taysom Hill's a legit quarter starting quarterback in the NFL. Drew Brees retires. He doesn't give Taysom the job. He sees Taysom start half the season. I'm good. <laughs> Best wishes. I'm out. This man lied to our face for three years. And Saints fans religiously defending. Well, oh, you don't. Okay. You know more than Sean Payton about evaluating quarterbacks. Good to know. Well, it turns out that's not actually how this thing went because I cannot imagine Taysom Hill, A, being given the keys to the car as a starting quarterback, especially when uh, Joe, huh, we've only had what, two quarterbacks go? One quarterback go. Yeah, I in think this just, box right now, just one. Just yeah. Kenny Pickett, thus far, and uh, the financials that are involved, and obviously the financial straits that the Saints are in. So, we'll. Uh, they're going to have their work cut out for them. They always do. They always manage to figure it out. But I'd be worried about treading water there if I'm the new head coach. Seems like Dennis Allen's an early favorite for that spot. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you. That was beautiful. Uh, so I did odds yesterday. Do we want to continue that, Chris, or do we want to? Yes, we can too. We don't change midway through. What are you doing? I don't know. I mean, they you just didn't want to make this pick. You're going on the basketball court. No, no. I, totally I just don't fine. want to do the Eagles third first round pick. So I'm really happy to stay with the evens. <laughs> Why? They got great options here. Okay, that's fine. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers. Chris, can you pull up offensive tackles for me, please? We do need a right tackle on this roster. Not great. Can you pull up edge uh, pass rushers for me, please? Who? Can you – and defensive uh, – interior defensive lineman? We're off to a roaring start. I might do it. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give him Jordan Davis, the, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Um, their interior defensive line, they, they've swung the bat a couple of times. Uh, they haven't necessarily found rousing success uh, on the interior defensive line. And I do think about that team and the linebackers that they have, who whether it's Kenneth Walker, who's maybe not the most instinctual linebacker at this point in time, oh, or Kaiser White. I know he is an expiring contract, but uh, he's – He's a little on the lighter side. So getting a a nose tackle that can really help ensure you're keeping things clean. I would like Chargers fans to know my mentality went, do I have a right tackle on the board? No. Do I have an edge rusher that I absolutely love for the Chargers on the board? No. Okay, let's go best player available. It's going to help multiple players on the defensive side of the ball, Jordan Davis. The Saints here at number 18. And we're going to do it. We're going to pick a quarterback for quarterback. the New Orleans Saints. Let's go. Let's reset this position group. Um, the roster is going to be hard to forecast because they have to make a lot of moves here to get under the, the cap, but they're not going to find the answer at quarterback. So let's get them one right here. 
And let's go with Matt Corral, quarterback from Ole Miss. Predictively, I think he's probably the second quarterback off the board or one of the first three. So um, I like him kind of staying in the Southeast dome team. You know, this isn't like a big monster armed quarterback. And so I think this is kind of the right situation for him to go to. And I like that they have Alvin Kamara in place and a good offensive line needs some more weapons, but I think this is a decent situation for Matt Corral to enter into. Okay, so as Joe mentioned, Philadelphia Eagles, for some reason, afraid to make this pick? What what was the apprehension to make this pick? It's just the third pick. I mean, it's just a lot for one team. So They're getting an edge rusher. They're getting Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Good pick. Um, You think about the body types that they have there, and Josh Sweat they just gave a new contract to, and Brandon Graham's getting older. Uh, Derek Barnett's an expiring contract. So, like, they're going to have some turnover in the room. And Trayvon Walker is a physical freak. So I really like his projection, somebody that might not necessarily have to start or take too many snaps early on, uh, but a guy who, when you look at the traits with the length and the explosiveness and the power that he has, uh, he has all the tools to be a very, very good defensive end at the NFL. Pittsburgh Steelers at number 20 also need a quarterback. And – um I think that they've kind of built a reasonable infrastructure. I think they need some more offensive line help, but we know that this is a team that wants to run the football. They've got some receiving talent and they've got some players on defense, obviously. And if they're unable to land a meaningful veteran, you know, they're probably going to have to look to the draft to find a new direction at quarterback. And the guy that I'm going to give him is Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. And the reason is because I like the physical package here. Um, for Pittsburgh to go with the run game. And I just think he's going to open up a lot for the playbook because of what he can do with his legs. And then obviously a a play-action heavy type of scheme is what they should want to run with Ritter and Najee Harris in that that rushing attack and what Harris means as a receiver as well. And so I just think he's the most dynamic quarterback that they could pick at this spot, uh, especially for the style of offense that I think they're going to want to play. Okay. Um, Patriots on the clock at 21. Chris, can you pull up wide receivers for me first? I'd like to look at that group first. Some players I like. Garrett Wilson, for them specifically, I think that's an environment which he can have a lot of success because of New England's ability to run the football. Uh, Chris, can you pull up Offensive, no, I already know what offensive tackle looks like. Cornerback for me, please. Friend of the I might, show, Roger McCreary on the, on the Yeah, I, I think I'm going to take draft dudes alumni, Roger McCreary here for the Patriots. We got the J.C. Jackson contract situation to figure out. Um, they obviously parted ways with Stephon Gilmore. This is the identity of this defense right is this defensive backfield and they've always had really good physical man-to-man guys and instead of reaching for a wide receiver and justifying oh well you know we we need more weapons in the passing game that is true but you've got more options later in the draft in the passing game and uh, as joe mentioned you look at this new england depth chart and like it's not as easy as just saying you need three things and you're going to close the game you need a lot And um, if you're going to stay true to what your identity is, I think the best value available here uh, for the Patriots is Roger McCreary. 
All right, I got the Raiders at 22. There's only one acceptable pick here, Joe. Man, I feel like there's several, so I I strongly disagree with you. Man, I hate when you do that because it's like you make me wonder. Like (laughs) I'm sitting here like, oh, Sauce Gardner would be a good pick. Oh, wow, Kenyon Green would be a great pick. DeMarvin Leal would be a good pick. Even Devontae Wyatt's worth part of this conversation. So I don't don't know about you're like boxing me in here. Even some receivers here I like. So – I'm amazed that you think that there's only one correct pick. Um, I'll go trenches here. I'm going to go D-line. I'm going to Marvin Leal from Texas A&M. A versatile player for them. I think they just need more interior talent for that group um, to complement what they have in Crosby, Crosby and Ngakwe and obviously create a little bit more stout of a run defense and be able to make more plays in the backfield from the interior. So DeMarvin Leal is the pick here at 22. Good pick, Joe. I'd have gone AM trenches on the other side and pick Kenyon Green. Well, now you can do that right here. No, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do that. Really? I don't think I'm going to do that. You, I'm oh. going to pick one of the other names that you mentioned, though. Okay. Yeah, Chris knows where we're going here. Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. We're drafting Ahmad Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. I know we like Marco Wilson, right? Um, but at the same time, Patrick Peterson, that – departure i'm gonna keep coming back to that every time i pick a corner for the cards um he's long he's physical he's was really effective against the alabama kids too uh which which i think was a good showing for him and uh in this division you need as many good cover guys as you can get your hands on so cardinals yes chris are you sure, Kyle? I can the linebackers. I can bring them up for you if you want to take one of no. them in this spot. Just I'll bring them up for you if you want. No, I appreciate okay. the, the thought process to continue the the trends in Arizona's drafting as of the last two years in the first round with Isaiah Simmons and Xavier Collins. But we're going to go with a premium position and, and draft a cover guy. Got the Cowboys here at twenty four. We're just going to pick the best player on the board, and it's also a position of need. Going Kenyon Green into your offensive line, Texas A and M. I do think he is the best player available, but also, you know, Connor Williams is a free agent there at left guard. He's had his own struggles. They probably don't want to pay him. Now you have an opportunity to get a one of the best offensive linemen in this class to come in and be a player that you feel like could step in right away and give you high level play and project as a really high-impact starter for a long time there. So Kenyon Green can play multiple spots, and I think he can really help solidify this offensive line. And obviously they need to maximize what they have in Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, and they want to throw the football with Dak, and they need protection. So I just think he's going to really help this offense. I can't believe you sniped your own team like that. Yeah, and I thought about it, but I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, it's good. We are objective here on the show. I would like to propose I would like to propose a trade to you, though. 25 for 30? Yes. Okay. Because I was all in on Kenyon Green, and now I don't know what's <laughs> going to make the Mafia happy. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to make the Mafia happy either. Um. <laughs> well, can, can we expand on that? Because you you mentioned you might need another pass rusher. I absolutely think the Bills need another pass rusher. Um, and we're, Inside we're gonna go outside? With- Either they need they need both because okay. right now they've only got five defensive linemen under contract next season at Oliver and Starla Tule at defensive tackle, and then the three young defensive ends, Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, and AJ Epinesa. And we know they like to rotate players. And honestly, I don't think we've seen enough from 
Epinesa or Basham to say right now that that's your defensive end two and defensive end three and you're good, right? Like I don't think they've shown enough for us to confidently say that. And so despite frequent investments by Brandon Bean on defensive linemen, the job's not done here. And so I don't think that should preclude you from picking a player. And so we are going to pick a player here at defensive end. We're going Jermaine Johnson from Florida State, um, a player that I really like. He's an impact playmaker. I think he fits stylistically the types of defensive ends that the Bills like to have. And, you know, I know that the Bills would love to have more speed in the secondary, maybe some offensive line help, but I think the the best thing you can do is be able to disrupt opposing quarterbacks at a higher level than you already do. And obviously you're saying goodbye to some players on the D-line. So Jermaine Johnson from Florida State is a player that I'm behind in this in this spot. Okay, cool. Well, uh, the Tennessee Titans are on the clock at 26. Are you making this pick now or am I making this pick? No, I, technically, it's me, right? Okay. Yep. So and then you're going to be busy the, in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run three off in a row. I'm interested to see what direction you go here because we talked with with Justin Mello in the staff yeah. meeting uh, after Tennessee lost on over the weekend, and uh, he had introduced a couple new spots that usually haven't gotten some action in mock drafts, and I'm going to be interested to see if you tap one of them in here. Yeah, I I think this is a fairly straightforward decision for me based on who's on the board, um, and that's wide receiver Chris Olave from Ohio State to the Tennessee Titans. I think they just need more in terms of options in the passing game. And, you know, when all their guys are healthy, it's a pretty good group. But even then, you still want to have a little bit more um, as that third receiver. And, and they don't have that tight end right now. And I'm not going to pick them a tight end here. Um, so Chris Olave, do everything type receiver, vertical threat, um, can complement the transformers that you have and Julio Jones and A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry and give you some speed to really push defenses vertically and, and round out your skill set in terms of pass catchers for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 27. Joe, I also would have drafted Ohio State wide receiver, but I probably would have grabbed Garrett Wilson for a lot of the same reasons that I consistently mock them to New England, right? Run heavy team, a lot of play action passing, can really create that void in the middle of the field and let him cook. So uh, you're looking for vertical stretch. I'm looking for effectively intermediate horizontal stretch. So just a kind of a fun foil on, on options there. But uh, for Tampa Bay, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Mr. Brady now all of a sudden, do we? Chris? It's Tampa or nowhere, right? Stop. Like, He's not retiring. Stop. But Stop. is it Tampa Chris. or nowhere? Is that fair? I believe it's yes. Tampa or nowhere. Yes. He's coming back. You think Tom Brady is going to retire off of that? Off of what just happened? Yes, he mind. just passed for 5,300 yards. Great. He won Which, seven Super Bowls. Going for eight. Here we go. He's Another trip around talking the about his family, his wife, his kids. He's done this before. Does everybody not? Like, he's done this exact shtick before. Where he's like, you know, when, when Giselle tells me it's time to be done, I'll be done. He did, he did this. And he did. He's done this already. He said he would retire oh. when he sucked. He doesn't suck. Correct. That's also true. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Even if Tom's back. You have an obligation. You want to build bar quarterback. bet on it? Put your money no, where your mouth is. I'm, no, I'm. I already owe enough built bars for this season. Thank you. I'm not looking to give away anymore. Um, you have an obligation to make sure the supporting cast around your quarterback, whether it's Tom Brady or somebody else, is at a high level, and that was part of the reason why uh, Tom came in the first place because he had a lot of really skilled pass catchers and. 
Antonio Brown, bye-bye. Guy continues to find ways to finesse his way into a bunch of national interviews and throw every teammate he's ever had under the bus. So good for him. I'm glad he's making the media tour again and, and embarrassing everybody that was affiliated with him in Tampa Bay. Good for you, A.B. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Chris Godwin. Expiring contract, he's expected to get a boatload of money, a pirate ship load of money, uh, perhaps. Um, but whether or not Tampa has the cap space to make that work, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to pick Jahan Dotson, wide receiver from Penn State. Last time they picked a Penn State wide receiver, it was really successful because it was Chris Godwin. But um, that same vertical component Joe was talking about with Chris Olave, Jahan can work from the slot. He can work vertically. Uh, that way, Mike Evans, his vertical stretch, his ability to be a possession receiver as well, the tight ends that they have a lot of depth in. Uh, I think Dotson is the best complement to the skill sets that they have in Tampa at this point in time. All right, I'm up with the Green Bay Packers at 28, and I I blame you for this. When we did the um, the YouTube mock a few weeks ago, yep. you gave them Daniel Falele from Minnesota. Yep. I, I can't escape it, man. I, I can't okay. escape it. I know that there's some edge players that make a lot of sense, but I think about that offensive line that Aaron Rodgers played behind um, in that playoff game to San Francisco, and obviously they didn't have Elton Jenkins or David Bakhtiari, but even if they did, he still needed more. And I think Falele is just a really freaky dude that has a high ceiling and got better throughout his career at Minnesota. And I just, I feel like between Baltimore or maybe even, um, man, there's, there's a lot of spots, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, the chargers, green Bay, like somebody's going to pull the trigger on this guy. And so we'll, uh, we'll get them here to uh, Green Bay, and they'll have the right tackle for a long time. Okay, so I'm going to run the gauntlet here. Three straight picks. I got Bengals, Dolphins, Lions because of the trade 25 to 30. Uh, I do get a what a, an extra third round pick for trading back. Is that I can't do a one for one swap and move back in the first round and not get anything back? What do I do? I, I get a, a built bar when we go to Vegas this weekend or what? Um, yeah, I'll pack you one. Yes. All right. Uh, Bengals. Chris, can you pull up the interior offensive line for me, please? I would just like to know what my best available. Ooh. I was going to take Petit Freer, but Zion Johnson's on the board and I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to draft Zion Johnson. I think I think he's the better pure offensive lineman. Um, He's played tackle in a pinch. He can play tackle in a pinch. Put him at guard. Uh, that way you don't have to move Jonah Williams around. You know, he has settled in reasonably well now that he's healthy. I like this pick for Cincinnati. Zion Johnson, offensive guard, Boston College at 29 overall, which puts the Dolphins on the clock at 30. Oh, boy. Did you Chris just do that thing here. where you uh, sniped your own team? No, not necessarily. I think you sniped my team with Falele. Um, oh, would you have picked him for Miami? I'd have given consideration to it, yeah. Okay. But if, if they're going to make this thing work with Tua, which it sounds like they're going to at least try to, uh, they they need the best offensive supporting st- cast that they can get. So, Chris, can you pull up wide receivers for me, please? Okay, don't really like that. Um, can you pull up offensive tackles for me? I know I'm not going to like what I see. Uh, can you pull up into your offensive line for me? Yeah, no. 
Um, I guess we're going to take Garrett Wilson, uh, the wide receiver. And you know what? I can get behind this uh, for the sense that Garrett Wilson uh, working a lot in the middle of the field routes uh, between him and Jalen Waddell. I think Jalen Waddell has shown the, the capabilities of playing on the outside. Uh, Garrett Wilson uh, showed some growth in that area. I don't think he's necessarily where you want him to be to feature him as an outside wide receiver, but Tua is most effective inside of 10 to 15 yards in the middle of the field. Uh, just don't ask him to, to run mesh or something because he'll miss those if he, he faces pressure. But uh, a run-after-catch receiver, just like Jalen Waddell is a run-after-catch receiver, get more rack guys. Uh, so based on the way the board fell, maybe not an ideal pick for my personal taste, but I think it does fit with Miami. Uh, the Detroit Lions, who I want to take a quarterback here, but I also don't want to take a quarterback here. I know Lions fans like Drake London, the wide receiver from USC. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to give him Drake London, say, big man. physical guy. You know, get those USC wide receivers, fill them up. And, uh, you know, let's be honest. Are you ready to take a quarterback or not? And if you're not, don't force it, right? Whether it's Sam Howell or Carson Strong. Yeah, nah, we don't got to do that. Drake London, going to call it best available player for the Dan Campbell brand. The dude is physical, which means they're going to love him in Detroit. All right, last pick here. I got the Chiefs. We're going to go with Logan Hall, Edge or defensive yes. lineman from Houston. Super versatile player, can play up and down the line of scrimmage. Um, might have the best body in, in this draft um, in terms of first off the bus type guys. And uh, I, I think that, you know, with Melvin Ingram kind of being a one-year player for them and um, just wanting more versatility and more options for that defensive line, the guy like Logan Hall can really elevate things and give them another disruptive presence to go with Chris Jones and some of the other pieces they have in place. That is going to do it for the January 2022 Draft Dudes 2022 NFL Mock Draft. And we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we're going to do another one next month after the All-Star events. I'm sure that will prompt some significant changes as far as players going in certain spots. So make sure you hit subscribe, stay plugged in. We, of course, are going to Vegas this weekend for the Shrine Bowl. And then next week we'll be in uh, Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. So lots of updates coming your way. Stay plugged in. Keep an eye out for it. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. We want to thank our friends at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Hope you guys make it a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.